You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Danovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Hello, friend, and welcome into this 5-Minute Friday. Today is 11-11-2022, and a lot of people have heard that there is a portal opening, you know, that the 11th day of the 11th month is significant. But is it really? Well, it is significant if you feel it is significant. The last five-minute Friday, I talked about time as a mental construct. And if you think about it, today in Fort Worth, it is 11-11. But in India, and I have a friend in the Philippines, it's already tomorrow. So at the time of this recording, it's 11-12 where they are, where you might be. So does 11-11 have any spiritual significance? In my experience, I would say no. It's it's not any different than New Year's Day, January 1st, which is a created holiday by agreement. Now, with a lot of people focusing on 11-11, there's a lot of attention that is poured into the ether that's made available, if you want to tap into it, by you aligning your thinking that 11-11 is significant, but that is you creating your reality. That's you tapping into a thought form. That is you choosing to tap into a thought form. So again, is 1111 significant? Like I said before, if you think it is, it is. You can decide whether it's significant or not for you. For me today, 1111 is significant because the temperatures have kind of leaned into winter here in Texas. It's on the cold side, and I actually have a sweatshirt on, which is kind of unusual. And aside from that, I do have a psychic reading this afternoon that I'm doing for a client, but uh, it's important to him, and I'm going to make it important for me inside of that because we're co-creating in that environment. Now, I don't want to imply that 1111 is meaningless. I just want to imply that the meaning is there because you give it. You have created it, and you probably have accepted it from other people. But I've seen, you know, different people around the interwebs talking about the 1111 portal, and that's there because of the thought form that was created there. But 1111 does not have any intrinsic power, no intrinsic meaning. But again, here I think it's important for me to to remind us, remind myself, remind you that perception is reality. If you perceive it to be powerful, then it's powerful. Now, on the flip side, angel numbers, you know, combinations of repeating numbers, I get asked a lot, what does it mean? I've been seeing 111 a lot. I've been seeing 222 a lot. What does it mean? Well, if you feel it means something for you, if you feel as if, if you feel, and we're talking about intuitive guidance, If you feel as if it has a meaning for you, by all means, look it up. There are lots of people on the internet that have written things about the repeating numbers or the so-called angel numbers, 
and, you know, 222 means something specific. 333 means something specific. When it's taken in the context of universal consciousness, a lot of people agree on this. And if it's coming up for you and you notice it and you feel compelled to look it up, then there's potentially a message there for you. So when you read it, when you read the the definition for that particular set of numbers, and it's easy to find, just Google it, take an assessment, like check in with yourself. Does this resonate with me? Does it feel as if it's true? Does it make sense? Because remember, just because somebody else is saying it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Just because I'm saying this and I, you know, I'm saying or providing the information through this episode from my perspective, it may not be true. In fact, I hope that you filter everything I say, everything that you hear through your own internal set of filters. Does it resonate for you? Does it feel true to you? And if perchance I happen to say something that doesn't quite resonate with you, don't dismiss it right away. I would ask you to be in an inquiry and get curious. Why doesn't it resonate? What's there? What's, what, is there something else that I'm not considering? Is there another angle I can look at this through? You see, far too many people listen to information, take in information from the point of view of either agreeing or disagreeing. And when we're doing that, we're leaning into the natural bias of the mind to confirm what we already know. Ideally, if you're in the perspective of expanding your awareness, then most of what you want to learn, most of what you want to become, lies outside your current level of awareness. Now, I have a personal example of this, I guess, but I have bought books in the past and thinking that I was going to really enjoy them once I got them home. And I did flip through them in the bookstore, and it seemed interesting, but once I got it home, I started reading it, and it just didn't resonate for me. And I would put it on the shelf. And this has happened more than one occasion. But fortunately, I'm one of those people that never gives away, throws away a book. And so what happens is, even though it doesn't resonate with me at that time, I have often gone to my bookshelf and suddenly had the inspiration to take that book, the one that I cast aside, put aside earlier in my life, maybe possibly five, seven years ago. I take it off the shelf, and today it makes perfect sense. It's actually the answer I was seeking in that moment, and my intuitive guidance, my guides, knew I would be seeking that information five, six, seven years ago. But my point being that just because it doesn't resonate today doesn't mean it's necessarily wrong. It just might be in conflict with what you currently understand or currently or from your current perspective. It doesn't make sense. And that's okay. That's okay. But if you really want to expand your awareness, entertain the idea, be in the inquiry and wonder, get curious. Why does this not resonate? Is there an alternative point of view that I can take? Is there some other position that I'm not considering? Because from, well, from a very practical point of view, there's an infinite number of perspectives that can be taken on any given subject, any given object in geometry. If you have a point in space, there's an infinite number of lines that can intersect that point. Put another way, a little bit more manageable in our mind, 
if you put an elephant in the middle of a circle. It's commonly agreed upon that a circle can be divided into 360 degrees. So let's say that you're at the zero mark or the zero indicator on that circle. And as you're facing the, the elephant in the middle of the circle, you see its trunk. You see its eyes in the front of its head. But if you go around to the other side at 180 degrees, which is directly south of where you are or, or directly on the other side, you're looking at the, the rear end of the elephant. You're looking at the tail. You have a completely different point of view than the person standing on the zero mark. But remember, from that point of zero at the top of the circle, looking at the face of the elephant, to making your way around to 180 degrees, there's 180 different perspectives that you can take. Let's say you move around the left side of that elephant, and there's 180 different perspectives that you can take incrementally around that one side. And then there's another 180 perceptions, perspectives that you can take as you move around the other side of the circle. So all told, there's at least a minimum of 360 perspectives that one could take on that one subject or one object. Another example I like to use, especially in my workshops on communication and perspective, is that there's seven and a half billion people, give or take, on the planet today. Seven and a half billion different points of view. No two people have the same brains. No two people have the same set of references, the same set of beliefs, the same set of capacity in thinking, processing, receiving information. So there are literally seven and a half billion different perspectives on reality going on at this very moment. And there's a whole lot more than that available to us because at any point in time, any of us can shift our perspective and look at the world a whole new way. And what's important to realize is that each of these perspectives are valid in that person's experience, meaning that it works for them to a large degree. It is the way they experience the world. So it has a sense of validity for them. And when we say it that way, there is no right or wrong way to see the world. It just is the way it is. People just see the world the way it is. So let's bring this back around to 1111. If you want it to be significant for you, then create it as significant. You create your reality. My whole reason for bringing this up is for you to understand that you are not at the effect. You are not at the influence of outside circumstances. It's what you accept. It's what you agree to allow. And if you want to create 1111, as special, as significant, as a portal opening up, understand that you are casting a spell. You are creating. You are basically speaking into existence. You, my friend, are at the center of the universe. You are the arena in which life takes place. Now, to show how contradictory I can be even with myself is that on 2-22-22, back in February, I felt it was significant for me. I threw out a meditation. I received guidance that I was supposed to create a meditation, a guided hypnotic audio that helps shift conscious awareness based on the power of the 2-2-2-22. But it was through my intention, my focus, that I imbued this hypnotic audio 
with whatever energy I could muster up and that was channeled through me. So in one sense, if 11-11 is just another day on the calendar, 2-22-22 was just another day on the calendar. Again, life is what we make it. It's what we say it is. It's what we create. And I created an audio. I call it The Quickening. The link is in the show notes if you're curious. You can check it out there or go to yesdaniel.com. But before I let you go, there's one more idea I'd like to share with you. And that is the idea that this could be just another podcast. Just another one of the million podcasts out there rambling around the ether. But for some reason or another, you found your way here. And so, is it just another podcast? Is it just like all the rest? Only you know for sure. So until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel DeNovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner-directed as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 